Welcome to How to Trade It, The Road to Trading Mastery. Join Casey Stubbs, a seasoned trader, as he guides you to become a profitable trader. Find actionable insights, real-life stories, and strategies to boost your trading skills. Don't miss the journey to trading victory. Start listening now. Connect with us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Trading profits are just an episode away. Hi, everyone. This is Casey Stubbs. Today's episode of the How to Trade It podcast, we have Fari Hamzai, who's the founder of Hamzai Analytics, and he is a successful trader and also been named the market timer of the decade. And uh, thank you so much for being on the show today. It's my pleasure. Awesome. Well, I'm really excited to um, break down some important things that you've learned in your many years of trading and being a successful trader. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you got started into trading. I was working at Northrop. I just come out of Princeton. Uh, and my, I had a coster on F-18 to worry about. And then one day at lunch, one of the guys runs in and, he, and I'm reading my Wall Street Journal, having a little salad. And he goes, market crashed. Tiny market crash. I said, well, okay. So I'm not in the market anything. So I pick up the phone, call up my buddy Gil Caffrey, my classmate at Princeton. By now, 25 years later, he's the subject of a movie called Big Short. He founded Front Point. He ran Tiger later on. This is he's still working on the floor, one year out of college, or two years out of college. He was a year out of me. So I said, Gil, what's going on? There's a lot of noise in the background. He says, Farry. I said, is this a good time to buy? Because Ferry, volume is high. Uh, the, the, the Dow Jones is very low. Uh, I, I was around seven thirty at that time. Seven thirty. I would buy, and he hangs up. What the f? What is that? So I call back, Gil. What are you talking about? He goes, uh, buy America. Go to Dow. Equal dollars. Get in now. Hangs up again. Okay. All right. This is like uh, twelve. 45 Pacific time. 15 minutes. There's no way I can do that. I don't even have an account. First thing in the morning, I got daddy. I said, daddy, we're going to uh, uh, Don, uh, Merrill Lynch in Torrance. Uh, uh, there's a Torrance uh, business center there, just north of where we live. We lived in uh, Palos Verdes uh, in, uh, uh, in California, Southern California. So when they're early, before the market opened, I walked in there. There's a, girl, a fellow named John Domboski happened to be the broker of that day, the, walk, the walk-in broker. We don't know him. He knows none of us. I have a note for him. Buy this, buy this, buy this. I've done the equal dollars divided by price of the stock. I know what to buy. He goes, okay, just give me a check. As long as it's good in five days, you're okay. Back then, sell for five days. Boom, we're in the market. I said, what's the Dow? He goes, 729. I wrote it down. Well, six weeks later, my dad would go on and said, my boy, he's so smart. It's so smart because we were up like 30%. Well, <laughs> if you buy the Dow that low, obviously it's easy to go up 30% six weeks later. And then we started selling calls on it. I didn't know what that was. John said, you should be doing John Nabosky. By the way, up to like 10 years ago, we're still pitching. So this is 1980, March of 1980, the silver crash. You know, that was 729. We, my dad passed away recently. We liquidated the stuff. He still has some shares left from what I bought. Obviously, so some rotation in his positions, but he still has some of those. So he did well. Along the way, I learned to do calls and puts, but calls were cover calls. 
Then I get a little more aggressive, learn about more outright call, outright put, or then spread. And I never did calendars, uh, did some butterfly, and then I got into back spreads. Oh my God. If you get a momentum move, you sell the front week or front month, you sell twice or three times other month. Oh my God. It's a so, rocket ship. Uh, with your uh, initial trade, you started out with success right away. Um, did that did that help you get excited about the market? And was that really a, a factor in helping you move forward? Okay, one of the deals he had with me is that he says, "This is my first of all." He had a few pennies. He didn't have a lot of money. We left everything in Iran. All we left spenders. He was lucky they got out. The first general they executed was his boss. We were lucky he was alive. He goes, "Fine, don't mess this up. This is all I have." So one of the deals we made with you was that Friday nights before you go out chasing girls, you gotta sit home and watch Wall Street Week. Okay, with Louis Kaiser. I'm sure you remember that on the PBS. I do remember well, that. Yeah, okay. my one dad used key, to watch it. There you go. It's, it's a father of something, you know. If they want you to get investments, that's the place you look. I don't know how you figured out, but he did that. That was our deal. Anyhow, one of the guys is Marty Zwick, Doctor Zwick. He's the one who came up with the put call ratios. On the back, from the back of Wall Street Journal pages, just end of the day, next. I mean, end of the day, you look at it next day calculation. All right. Immediately, I went and bought his book. He talks about two things, market timing, based on two items, advanced decline and Fed action. So I bought a little Apple II. That's always available back then. There was no PC. Apple II with a thermal printer with two floppies, 140K each. <laughs> so we had 200, we had 280. That's like a tiny available. speck of data. Yeah, it's, it's less than this pen. Yeah. Yeah. In, in today's, yeah, you know, compared to what we have on these. Yeah. So, so long story short, my younger brother is a genius. He says, hey, uh, okay, buy the Apple, I'll program it for you. I said, okay. But he, he went to high school, but he was nearby. So he would be home early. I put a computer in my room. I said, you go to my room and get, keep the data up to date. And I had Wall Street shipped to, to the house. So then we will keep this up. We start doing the advanced decline. And then you overlay that with the Fed actions work. By, you know, they raise interest rate or dropped. And what Marty Zwick taught us was that the third time they do that, there will be impacts. So I mean, there's so much about market timing. I think that was probably, un- subconsciously, I have to say, that was the start of my interest in market timing. Because remember, if you time the market, you're in where it goes your direction, whether you go flat at the top or short at the top, you can increase your yield tremendously. For example, we have some seasonality. Sell in May and go away, right? That's old adage on Wall Street. That's a market timing call, if you think about it. So do we see it on the market? How often do we see it? Now with all the platforms and backtesting available, like I use trade session, you can go and write a little routine, go find all those and market. What we don't have is a uh, uh, Fed actions. Now, those you could overlay. Uh, Post-2008, that feature is gone because we had zero. But the rates are at zero, where are you going to re- reduce it or increase it? Uh, even if you increase it, you're not going to change the, P- the, PNL, the PNL on the interest expense side. So you guys don't use Fed information anymore for market timing? Not that interest rate changes. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. Now, but we have better tools. We have a skew, which shows the dispersion of the tail risk on the SPX uh, put options for the big guys. Remember, it's SPX, not SPY. So you can go in to see what the big guns are doing. One of the things I learned over the years was follow the money. Stop having opinions. 
Stop thinking, well, I think my view is going to go up. No, see what the dollar flow is telling you. The inflows and outflows, because that's what the pressure of the ocean is. I'm a diver. I'm a scuba diver. I respect water. I respect ocean. You know, one pound, one one gallon is eight pounds. That's a huge impact. So when moves, the flow moves. hits, when the flow of like, if you're thinking about a water, a cup of water, if you dump a lot of water in, what's going to happen? It's going to come out and overflow that cup. And the market works the same way, right? Like if a lot of money comes in, what's going to happen to the price? It's going to it's going to flow out. Oh, oh, think of it this way: have a little river and dump some barrels of water. Okay. So barrels of water into a river. The flow of the river changes. And it also eats in the, because of ebbs and flows, it could eat, to, eat also to the periphery and bring some sand in. But it creates a chaos. You know, the water gets muddy. Think of it that way. A, or, and then they go next stage in the ocean, a, 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 a wave comes. I've, I've, I've dove in the South, Southern California where there are surfers next to you, above you, while you're diving underneath that. There's a different setup. You see that all the flow around you. So I started looking to options. I looked at to see the big blocks in options. I mean, I did one of the first guys who worked with John Nigerian wrote the code to do the heat seeker. Well, he calls it heat seeker. I was one of the early parts, which look for block trades or options. Now I progress to another level. I am doing block trades on futures. Wow. So um, how do you how do you see the time. money flow? Like you, you watch money order- flow. How do you see that? Easy. Uh, Order flow. First of all, it has to, be, it has to be public data, obviously. So we look at the flow from uh, CME. The data comes in, you do it in tick value, tick tick prices, not bars. You don't get five-minute bars. You get each tick. You parse it. You put a filter in and say, for example, for an ES, anything above, that's uh, something 500 futures, anything above 70 uh, um, blocks, put in this side. Then that's the bucket I want to look at because that's a larger player. The, the people, the mom and pops were trading one or two contracts. Then I got to move the market. You and I, that's me and you. I mean, you know, I'm not a big trader, but I'm reasonably good trader. Uh, if I even gang number of accounts that I'm uh, managing, it still is not going to be huge compared to some of the big guns. Like when Bruce Kovner, Gil Caffrey, that I mentioned earlier, uh, uh, Peter Borish, uh, these guys come in. I mean, Borish was in 87 crash with uh, Paul Tudor Jones. Back then, they were trading 300 contracts minimum on S&P, which each dollar was 500 bucks. Each dollar, 500 bucks. Now, you don't have the moves we have now in terms of range. But you can imagine somebody like him coming in, hitting 300, sell 300. The moment that's done, sell 300, 300. When these come in, you create a tsunami. It's not a couple of barrels of water anymore. You create a tsunami. These are the guys we have to pay attention to. Okay. Not fatty hemsies of the world. Yeah. And, and you have uh, used automation to find these types of order flows and also uh, find different trades to, to manage. How do you do that with automation? We, we, you have to write some of your own DLLs. You have to get some good, good programmers. You have to understand the API that they're using. And uh, what we do is that we create a separate database along with tracing database. So that as the trade, all the trades are in one area, the ones we want were built into a new database, and then we plot that. We create our own even chart within TradeStation. Big task. Took me five years. But when you have cash flow, you're going to spend some time on R&D. That's why they have Northrop. The reason you have new products is because you have good cash flow. You're not watching your next carton of milk. You, you have a little bit of money, 5%, 10% you put in R&D. 
That took five years. Now, I'm not saying, Casey, I sat there five years program. No, I had to run a website, do an option package, futures package, uh, some uh, ELD that we lease out to uh, hedge funds. But you have some extra time. And every every other weekend, you take a look at it. So a couple of times, I, was, I lived on the fourth floor of a condo near the exchange of downtown Chicago. So a couple of times, I was ready to open the window and throw the computer out because I was so pissed off. Remember, going at the same problem for five years, you better have determination. Determination. That shows your metal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, my dad was a fighter pilot. Okay. I remember. I'm sorry. I remember I got a B B plus one time. He he called me in because we had we had service in the house and so forth. One of the the conscripts came and said, "Colonel Hemsley wants to see you in the study." Okay. I knew there was something up, so I go in there. He goes, where's your report card? I said, I gave it to mom. He goes, go get it. So I go and bring it. And he had seen it. He's just playing dumb. I bring it, give it to him. He looks at it and he goes, you got a B? I said, yes, sir. It was a B plus. He goes, in this house, we don't get a B. If you get one more B, I'll tell the constructor not to open the door on you when you come back from school. Little wussy that I am, I cried and run to the mommy and said, what is daddy telling me? Where am I going to remember? There's no support structure over there in Iran like here. There's no... Uh, you know, uh, uh, Salvation Army. Well, now they have oh, yeah. a cry room. Pardon me? They have cry rooms in college in case you don't get good enough grades yeah, for I young people. But you then, needed a cry room. <laughs> I mean, my grandma lived about like five miles away, ten miles away. What am I going to do if that, the, the customer doesn't open the house, the door on me? Because he can't, he can't get fired. He'd be going back to the barracks. He lives better living in our house than in the barracks. Better food, better clothes, everything. So, my mom said, yeah, well, listen, he just means that he's used to getting A's. He was a in the Air Force Academy. He's a part of the Shah. He's one of the best of the best. So you better gear up, young man. No B's. You got to come in with A's. That was it. That was the last B I got. That's really good. Yeah. And uh, that's helped you throughout life. Exactly. I mean, listen, there were times I hated the whole thing. Okay. Now I appreciate what he was trying to do. Now I do. Now that he's gone, I thank him every day. Right. But back then, yeah, I was the first male, first male. First, I was first grandchild. Okay. So between the grandparents and my parents, they they adored me. They I treated me like a king or a, or a, or a crown prince. But the problem is, on certain issues, he was tough. He wouldn't he wouldn't budge. And he had a tough line of very, very humble beginnings. He came up. His father had nine wives. And his mom was the single mom, divorced from his wife, from his father, and raised him by uneducated, raised him on his own. Next thing you know, he's in Washington. He's an Air Force, he's an Air Force attache to go out of bankruptcy. He had open door to see Kissinger. He had often dealt with Nixon. Boom. I have it. He got an illusion of merit from Nixon's hanging here in my walls uh, in, the, in, the, in my office here to remind her what shoes I have to fill in. Yeah. So today, I he's doing to me. But anyhow, long story short, uh, I worked at Northrop. I worked on F-18. Uh, I was working on composites. They uh, requested for lunch with me over at Black Projects. I had no idea what it was. That was the last day I was public. I went to lunch. I signed some non-disclosures. I met with a fellow who wanted to hire me. He turned to be a chief designer for B2, a stealth bomber. And what I signed was a lifetime NDA. So I can't get into anything else. But I asked him, what was your, why are you interested in what I'm 
what I am done? He goes, you've done some work on FAT. We're interested in that. That's why he left it. It was the composite work I've done, the skin. And, and remember, B2 was the first curvilinear stealth. What, what the Black Project, you know, Skunk Works did on F-117, those were triangular stealth uh, planes. So was your position like an engineering type position? I can't talk about that. I can't talk about anything that I did there. It's a Black Project. I'll yeah, but I mean, just like your uh, your well, degree, was it in engineering? Because I was just no, thinking no, about financial, financial engineering. But I worked on, I solved the problem on F eighteen. I can talk about F eighteen. The drilling issue, which is the data, really, you get drilling data from your machine. It's the CNC drilling issue of the speed of the bit that's going in, the temperature, the coolant you're using, and how good it was rated later. What that drill was, we have to drill through the graphite into titanium. Titanium was the one that would move the skin in the back, which is your rudders. You have to drill through, and it was one time. You get one time to drill. You can't go back and fix it. So you better get it right. We threw so much skins back until yours fully showed up. And I said, guys, there's going to be a data here. We have to build, establish the data. Then the data will tell us what to do. And sure enough, by the, within about six weeks, I solved the problem. So it was the speed we had to keep up. The coolant had to be changed, so on. But the problem with B2 was totally different, far more complex. But I get, uh, I, I, was, I was privileged to have a tiny little bit of a, uh, uh, input there. This was the, the project. The project had 40,000 people on it. The, the, the buildings had no windows. It had its own uh, campus with the 240 volt wire around for the inside perimeter. That's what you put in your uh, wire washer dryer. Wow. It will free. It will burn you. You touch it, you're burned. Yeah, done. You'll be cooked. You'll be you'll be roasted. Wow. But that's how you protect that project. That's how we protect this country. Average guy out there has no clue what it takes to protect this country. FATs are the carriers to protect the naval and the, the, the ocean, and B2s for global air, air strike missions. So I'm proud of that. I paid my dues. Yeah, and uh, your perseverance has paid off in the financial industry as well. Um, so, what would you what would you say to somebody who is maybe just getting started out and doesn't have any money, but they want to try to make money in the financial markets? What would you tell them to do? I, I would say do what I did because I did that money. Throw money. everything in on when the market's down and get a thirty percent return right on no, the first no, day. No, 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 no. Hello, this is Casey, and I wanted to take a minute to tell you about my new book that just came out. It's called Complete Trading System. This is my 25 years of trading experience sharing everything that I have learned in how to make a profit from the markets. You're going to learn about how to find the right instruments to trade, how to find a trend, how to get started as beginners. You're going to learn about how to get the right mindset and you're going to be able to put it all together to create a trading system of your own that will work for you. I highly recommend that you try it out. Just click the link right now. It's called Complete Trading System. It's available on Amazon. Thank you. Go ahead and check it out. I think you're going to love it.
money. You said you don't have money. That was my dad's way. No, what you do is you you enter, you 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 uh, get a, 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 a what do you call it? Uh, 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 somebody to mentor you. You find a good mentor, you pick him carefully. Listen, Northrop sent me to school. They said, go to get the MBA. The school was uh, U- U- UCLA. UCLA is the second school in derivatives. I got the itch the moment I walked in. And the, who was the professor? Jack Shelton. He was my first mentor. He's the one who did put warrant pricing. Warrant is a long-term option, except one leg is the company, right? So I learned a lot about that in the Academic now. I traded some options by then. It was like three or four years after I started, but nothing academic. Now I start saying, oh my God, I got to read all this. By the way, all the books are here now. Right here. It's, I mean, I have several libraries in, a, in, a, in a, I mean, bookcases of different libraries in the house, but my trading is here. This is the, the manuals, like things I can pull out. I still use these books. John Hall. John Hall was a professor out of Toronto, but he was taught by Jack Shelton. And then over the years, there's a Right, the button on my website called About, if you go there, under hamzx.com slash about.asp, I, I say thank you to my professors. In the, in the East, it is very common for you to be uh, humble toward your mentors and your teachers, as it should be anywhere. And you, you hold them at a the very high respect. Little I know, KC, that these guys be financial pioneers. These are the guys who finished, put their black show model. See, Black Shore was very limited in its design. It's a fair market value for the uh, for pricing of options. Long story short, uh, I was a student of Ed Thorpe, Bob Kesky, uh, Robert Whaley, who did VIX later on, and Richard Roll, who did the payoff curve on the bonds. They finished what Black Shore has started. And I say thank you to them. The other student I had, uh, the teacher I had that was pushed to me, was Burton Malkiel. He's the one who did indexing. Remember Random Walk Down Wall Street? The book Random Walk Down Wall Street? That's his. Very okay. famous book. It's like 10th or 11th publishing now, or edition. Uh, he's the one who's indexing. Until very recently, he sat on the board with Vogel on Vanguard. It was on Vanguard board. They did the, the king of indexing. What the, I t- learned from him was, if you want to trade something, or if you want to invest something, and it's not a single stock, it's an index, like an ETF, or a, make sure you understand the components. Make sure you understand the construct. What on that? Is it market cap weighted? Is it arithmetic weighted? These are make a difference in where you're going. So yeah. uh, I made my business. I mean, I have a couple of mentors now. I have a couple of mentors now. I always have a mentor because there's some there's somebody always better than you. Okay, so I'm, I, 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 if you'll notice, I think when you were looking at me, you noticed I was a little distracted. It's because I was looking at your page. So I apologize for that. But no worries. I like that. Like, do you know why? It's because it's great that you're giving people examples. You know, you're saying special tribute. Like you give them credit for the impact and the influence that they had in your life. And I honestly don't see that too often. Actually, I'm thinking I don't see, I don't know if I've ever seen it. So just looking at that page, I really appreciate that you did that. That's really good. And thank you for sharing that and doing that. In a one sentence sum up, it changed the trajectory of my life. Yeah. And we're here. So we're, we're, we're a small little sand on the <laughs> for a yeah. small period of time. If that, if that trajectory change, you owe him something. Have you ever um, heard of uh, the author Jim Collins? He writes business books. They're pretty, he wrote good, good to grade and built to last. He's a business author. But uh, his, one of his books, he talked about something uh, called Who Luck. 
<laughs> and who luck and it's who you were lucky enough to have contact with to help you in your life and it sounds like you've had some good who luck you know it wasn't planned it wasn't planned but i always opened the door when somebody knocked because you don't know what's on the other side of that door when the opportunity knocks you baby ready take the horse uh uh, by the uh, I forget the word, but you know, take control, learn, uh, save, uh, go back, refresh, and then apply. So little by little, listen. The work I've done recently. I mean, we're now building vault-based training systems that automatically. It's like if you put Bitcoin on it, it's, it kills it. It kills it. Long short, long short. It doesn't look for levels. It understands fear and greed. If it wasn't these guys that I worked for or work with or learned from, or uh, like Ed Thorpe, I found a problem on CNBC. They did on CNBC and thought it was wrong. But I couldn't put my finger on what's wrong. So I called him. I said, Mr. Thorpe, you remember me? He goes, oh, yeah, that son of a bitch. Okay, yeah, I remember <laughs> you. Because <laughs> I would ask the tough questions. He goes, okay, come on down. And he put what his chief data scientist in the meeting. We went over all the data. It had to do with premium. CNBC was calculating the premium wrong. Go off like 10, 15 cents sometimes back then when SPX was a lot lower. So I continued that. You know what the errors they were showing? I didn't even know. So I called John. Oh, I also talked to Bollinger. Bollinger was a friend. I called him. I said, John, this is what I'm finding. He goes, good. Good. They had just left CNBC. He goes, let them have it. Go talk to them. They probably are. They don't, they don't have. You got Ed Torb on your side? I, I bet with you. Go on, tell him something is wrong. Ed Trump is the one who did beat the dealer. Who the mob said, if you come to Vegas, we're going to kill you if you step out of the airport. You can play the airport. Never come because he came up with card counting. 21, card counting for blackjack. That's Ed Thorpe. I was a student. And he's, he found the error. He showed it to me. He says, hey, you're right. This is the error. Go back. So I called John Murphy at CNBC. Next day, they take the screen, the screen down. No more projected like that anymore. So, uh, you know... What attention your... to detail was crucial. Attention to detail was crucial. Remember that. There was a lot of little calculations there. So what I picked up was you said you, one of the first things you would recommend for people to do is to get mentors. Yes. And uh, I think that's really cool. Um, and most cities, by the way, there are training clubs. That's one of the areas you could do. Join your nearby training club. You're going to find a fellow traders. And then within that, the cream will rise to the top. You will find who's good. You got to start, start somewhere, you know. No, I got lucky because I ran a user group in LA, second largest user group in the country. And for 10 years, we had the, we had the speakers. For every month, I had to find a new speaker. You know how many people you go to? You start building your network, learning from different people. Next thing I know, I had a head of options for Merrill Lynch coming to speak to it. To us. That's kind of like I'm uh, what the- I'm doing with this podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Except I'm finding good people to talk to. <laughs> this was back in 95. You had the technology we have now, okay? You could distribute, get to the values. It was uh, somebody who introduced you to somebody. You would talk to this girl. So, yeah, you should talk to that guy. Let me call him first. You call him in half an hour. I'll put them together. I'll get you started. Little by little, network got bigger, bigger, bigger. So, and I, among them, I picked a few, like Bollinger, like uh, Larry McMillan, okay? The head of the, the big guy of options at Prudential. You learn. You pick the mentors, they're going to change the, your life story. Right. And uh, were, were the, these, some of these were professors. Were, were, all of your, were some of your mentors like paid mentors, like you just gave them money to teach them what you knew? No, or they were all no. just relationship-based? Listen, I came at 16 to Princeton. 
at 20, I mean, as a sophomore. By 20, I was graduating in the graduate classes like at fifth level. I started working on F-18 and B-2 bomber. They wanted to talk to me. See what I'm saying? Depends what you resume you come in. The, 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 we're not the only resume. Right now here, I get five, 10 resumes a day. Fari, I'll pick up your tea. I'll get you a coffee. I do anything. Just let me sit by you. I want to learn. Okay? I didn't do anything of that. I went and said, this is my background. I tell them, send me your background. I sent them to these guys, my background. Oh, they heard from me? Fari, what can we do with you? Tell us. What is it that you like to learn? What's a different relationship? And the times were different. But now, I think because of uh, social media and, and just interactive interactions, you get a lot more people and you really got to pick them carefully. If I want to mentor somebody, I want to make sure he deserves it. He's going to pay attention because my time is limited. So back then, it was the same thing. I was a little guy. You had these big guns. So, for example, the professors were just, I went to school, just paid my school fees and go to school, sat there, did the homework. I took one class twice. Bob Gesky, very famous guy. He was the one who created the 87 crash. He did the dynamic edging. There were the big guns there, there and Morgan Stanley. This guy had a uh, school, uh, in, the, in this school at UCLA, he's famous for his uh, 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 funny money, money management he gives you for the whole year. And he ranks you that way. Okay. And it's based on the stocky picks. Back then it was Wall Street Journal. And each uh, week, we cover a new strategy and option from his class, an option book. So you can only apply those strategies up to what we've learned, not anything new. Often I would make a mistake because I read the book earlier. I would go a couple, a couple more strategies and would knock it out. I said, no, you're not allowed to use that strategy. We're not covered there yet. And then said, oh, you knew that. You took this class last year. You son of a gun. Because it was complex. You had to spend some time on this. That's why, that's why he was Bob Gesky, very famous guy. He's the one with the role Gesky Whaley that finished the, football, uh, the uh, Black Shows. So uh, you got to shine. You got to put your hours in. You got to come up. I mean, Gesky, the first class, first time, I think in the third week or fourth week, I was number one in the class based on the performance of our picks. Remember, you have to pick. You know, he will give you one stock. We all have the same stock. But you pick the strategies. Within three or four weeks, I was ahead of everybody else, and I stayed there. So, so the, way, the way to get a good mentor is to work really hard and That's get right. their attention because people want to spend time. Like if you're, if the mentor, he's busy, he's already done a lot of good stuff. So if he's going to use his time, he wants to use it on somebody that's really going to benefit. Right. Somebody that's going to do something with what they can teach. And that, when you are working hard, it shows them that you're the real deal. And they can also, trust you. you find something that would mention it to. For example, he has a project you're willing to do for us. Find a project they may be interested. Look at his website. Listen, my dad was counterintelligence officer in his trade, aside from Air Force. I would go to their website. I mean, that's how I dealt with the, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, Bill, uh, uh, Whaley, Robert Whaley. And to this day, we're friends. As a matter of fact, a few years ago, he invited me to New York to be on a panel with him. This is the guy who came with VIX. He's the designer of VIX. But what happens, I found the errors, I found the errors website. I called him in. I said, I'm sorry, you created VIX. I really appreciate that. I've been watching it from the day it came because my background was volatility. You know, that's all I worked on, volatility, which is the toughest input to black short model. You know, as Strike, price, time, interest rates are cheap. Dividends are cheap. You can look them up. Vol is a very tough measure to put.
put your arms around it. And he goes, what? I said, sir, there's an issue. There's a white paper from SIBO that says what VIX is written by you. There's an equivalent of it on your website written by you or maybe one of your uh, graduate assistants. He was at Duke at the time. He was teaching at Fukuoka School of Business at Duke. I said, there's a mismatch here on this page on this line. He goes, who are you again? I said, sir, <laughs> I'm a friend of so-and-so. I introduced myself at the beginning. He goes, okay, I'll get back to you tomorrow. Or, or next week. I'll come back next week. I'm busy. Well, I'll, I'll figure out what's going on. He called next morning. I said, Hamzi, who do you said to introduce you? I got to tell you something. They did you and me a favor. There's an error there. We're going to fix it. Thank you. To this day, I don't have been friends. This is the guy who did fix. So you got to find a way that you mesh. You have some with, with uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the fact that I took that man. A problem from CNBC. It was a CNBC problem. I'm going to him for advice. I've already been a student. So he says, okay, come on in. Let me see what's going on. But these guys are running big hedge funds. They're busy. They don't have time for Fatty MZ. But when you bring a problem to them, they stop. Then that triggers, you never know. On That's why on Bob, on Bob Whaley, I got other projects from him. You got, and now by doing the projects, never charge them. Oh, no. Oh, I was my honor to be his presence. Yeah. I would learn. I, oh, I was taking notes when he talked. This is Bob Whaley. His book is called Derivatives. It's the most expensive book Wiley has ever published. And he sent me a copy, signed copy. Wow. It's, 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 it's this, this thick. It's like three inches. It's heavy. If you put it's heavier than your laptop. So, so yeah, old, old, old. So, no, you find something that. You're interested that matches the mentor's interest. You so you're taking some work off of his shoulders. You're helping him out. You better do a good job. You better understand the details. You better, if you don't understand, you ask, but you pay attention to your details. You know why? You have one shot. One shot, my friend. Right. Many people, but if you're the mentor, there are many fire hemorrhages are coming to you. Okay. I have one shot with you for to to lock in and say, okay. I get the second project. Or I have a question for you. Well, at least we build a friendship where I can come to you with other questions of not necessarily a project, but I don't understand this. How do you explain that? So now I took that next after that to training people. Once that was done academically, I moved to Chicago. I did the same thing with the floor guys, the big guns on SP, on bonds, on uh, not AGs, but uh, uh, on VIX. I mean, I, I uh, here, here, see, there we go. Here's, here's, here's two of my uh, uh, name tags. This is for SIBO, and this is for SMPs. This is a this is uh, CME. I could walk to the floor without an escort. Why? I live four blocks away. I have a problem. I know the guy. Call him here. Uh, let's do lunch. Listen, come and pick me up. I'm middle of train. Come and pick me up. I will go there. Sometimes you have to wait. You don't complain. Let him finish his train. The guy is running. I mean, oh, I forget the name of the group that... Uh, had to do with uh, um, uh, the, the, the boulevard that's off the sh- Lake Michigan. I forget the name of it. It's on uh, Lake something. Lakeshore Drive. Lakeshore Drive. Or Lakeshore Boulevard. That was the name of the, uh, the firm. Lakeshore Partners something. These guys are running a book with VIX that is zillions deep. And they're, they're, they're broking it for hedge funds. If he wants to stay in a trade another hour, you stay there with an hour. Otherwise, you're going to lose your lunch appointment with him. And you're very rude. 
So I would go sit in the, in the back, and there's a lot of lights, so there's a lot of areas are dark. I sit, I, I get lost in the darkness, but sit there until it's ready. When it's ready, I will take him, I pick up lunch, let's talk about this problem. That's worth millions. Yeah. The answer is worth millions. You're not going to get it in the book. You're not going to get it at UCLA. You're not going to get it at Princeton or Harvard. This is practitioner. This is the guy on the floor who's writing a book. Who's, who's, his counterparty is Bruce Kovner, is uh, Stanley Druckenmiller. That's how you learn. Right now, the guy who has my options, 27 years at SIBO, one of the early DPMs, designated primary market maker. He ran the Merck book, MRK, not, not CME, not Mercantile Exchange, no, MRK Pharmaceuticals, one of the largest pharmaceuticals. I've looked at his runs. He had 8 million in the bank, 100 to 1 leverage. Some days he was at 800 million in option positions. 800 million. Now he works with me. He runs my options operation. Why? I helped him. He helped me. I learned a few things. He was ready to get out of SIBO. I said, come on, work with me. You got my indicators. He goes, yeah, I know. You build one hell of indicators. And so that was it. Sometimes it was indicators. I would give him free indicators to look at. You get feedback. With that experience telling you what's wrong with your indicator, what's the value of that? Yeah. Give me a value. Even Steve, like Jeff Bezos couldn't give you a value on that. Because if you can solve that problem with that, his experience, I mean, one of my indicators I wrote in 2002, it's called CI, we're still using it. It's based on limit theory. Because every other method I worked didn't work. Did not work, did not work. It's a momentum and trend at the same time. So what happens is that you need to smooth this out using high-level math. So I went to limit theory. Guess what? In about a month, it was resolved. It's still, I have customers who have leased it from January 2002. This one guy that I know, he's out of Boston. He used to work for Putnam and uh, Fidelity. Tell me what's the value of a guy who's been 30, 40 years portfolio manager at Putnam for Fidelity, and he still pays his monthly fee for your indicator because we lease them. We don't sell them. That means that he gets working for him. Hello. <laughs> and that's what you uh, want. Yeah, if he's paying this time, it must be working unless it's he just what, what, doesn't care. Years. I don't know. 18 but, years. You know, yeah. You know, 18 years. So this has been really good. Uh, such a unique perspective uh, from what I'm used to hearing. And so I've learned a lot. I've learned about perseverance. I've learned about how to pursue a mentor. I've learned about the benefits of getting around people and just spending time with them and, and hustling. I've learned a lot just in this short conversation. So I'm just trying to recap because I want the, the listeners to process. But I got a question. Okay, go ahead. Follow the money. Follow the money. I learned about following the money. Yeah. <laughs> OTF. All the technologies we have done is all based on what is happening now. Not yesterday, not two months ago, or article you read on Wall Street Journal. No. You know why? It's a vote. Every trade is a vote. I put some money on my part of my pocket, I put it on a table. But it's executed, that's my vote. I'm in the I'm in the system now. I'm counting the votes. I'm doing it intelligently, parsing the data and real time. Why? Because it has to be actionable. Yeah. So with Zoom and other technologies we put in the rooms with the charts in front of them. We even maintain the charts. Because it's too complex for them to maintain. But you go there, you see the buy and sell signal. You buy here, you sell there.
Are you tired of feeling lost in the world of trading and investing? Get informed and inspired with the Talking Trading Podcast. I'm Louise Bedford, and I'll help you navigate the markets like a pro. Tune in each week and subscribe now at talkingtrading.com.au or on your favourite podcast app, or check out the link in the show notes. Talking Trading, this is how traders excel. So, follow the money. Uh, follow the money. Follow the money, and uh, also the right people. And, and work so, hard. speaking of the right people, what are you doing right now for uh, your services? You have some services available uh, that traders can get involved with. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, very, very briefly, we have our website www.pemzanalytics.com. The first button on the left is products. We have seven products, which is a really four but different variation. One of them has got three levels. One of them has got two levels. But basically, we do market timing. I'm ranked number one as of a last issue of Time to Digest, an independent, 40 years, uh, uninterested party out of a goodish Connecticut father and son. They rank something about 120 uh, uh, timers. I'm ranked one there for the last 10 years. Uh, so we do market timing. Uh, I'll be more than happy to uh, make it offer something to your, to your people if they're interested. Uh, we can work on that. Uh, we also do options. Our options are, again, algorithm-written, as used what we call the uh, happy expert. It basically is looks at the, the price action of this stock on a daily versus its momentum, its volume, uh, and it's, uh, and we do, it works at extremes. We try to fall, get into a trade at extreme. Why? It builds a cushion for you. When it gets very, very expensive, I'm going to short it. I'm not going to short it down here because I don't like the stock. I wait for the machine to tell me it's getting to a greedy area. Then I short it. When it gets havoc, when like uh, uh, John Paul Getty said, when it's blood on the street, I'm buying. So when so, it's really bad, I go long. So your products, do they give you, does that give, do you give access to some of these um automated strategies that you have yes yes through zoom and through go to meetings yes okay you sit there, there's audio video they have each room has its own mon- moderator and i come in to give an extra color because i'm trading too i'm running a hedge fund so i'm trading too but those, those the folks who i brought in and i've mentored they're on the rooms they know what i'm looking for that and their commentary on my indicators and typically they need two years to work with me two years working themselves on the indicators you can't be an expert if you haven't spent time yet yet so, so I've trained them, I've groomed them, you know, so forth and so on. Um, and uh, uh, then we also, also, if you have trade station, we have series of these indicators, not the full block. We cannot give the full block, but fairly close to it is available for Lacey. And we have a lot of hedge funds who use them. Okay. And uh, so, so we'll put the link in the description. And is there um, a special offer for people that want to try it out? Available. What do you think? Fifty percent off? Would that be good? <laughs> yeah, would that move them? Hey, it's, it's your 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 stuff, not mine. No, no, remember, my cost is zero. Remember, it's a zero marginal cost. It's software. Once you did, once you build the machine, n plus one is at zero. Right. It's like it's it's publishing. Okay, except it's also electronic, so it's scalable. So my cost is very low. I mean, after a couple of months, even my R and D is paid. So if you have a group of people interested, I'm more than happy to give them. Like let's say first six months half half price. If it's it brings their their 
exposure lower. And if it works for them, they want to stay longer. That means it's already paid for itself. Right. Okay. Well, I'll include the links in the description for everybody that's listening. Uh, you'll just click those links. The website's hamzianalytics.com, and we'll right. have all the links to, to everything there. These are special links. I will create them for you, send them to you today. All right, my, my tech is finished today. Send it to you wherever you put your stuff together. Because if you go to a product, you're going to get this price. This would be deep discounts. Okay, excellent. And so if you're listening, I think uh, it's just a great idea to go check it out. You really don't have anything to lose and a lot to gain uh, just from the knowledge, the wisdom, the strategy, years and years of experience, the research and development. Uh, it's just pretty much you, you. if you're in the market, you need to go check this out. <laughs> well, you know, um, markets are getting tougher. The, 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 well, as I said, second law of thermodynamics, the entropy of systems ever increasing. That means there's disorder. We begin to see it. That means you cannot decide your own anymore. You have to let the machine decide because we have too much emotions. You know, what you did yesterday has nothing to do with today today. But as a person, it does. It's in your mind, but not in the machine. The machine doesn't know what the machine told you to do yesterday. Right. Yeah. 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 So No I mean, baggage. You know, the machine doesn't have any baggage. We put a trade on yesterday, CVLT. It did 60%. No, day before yesterday. In two days, it's 60%. In this morning, I just flushed it out. Take the 60, let's go. 60% in two days? What's wrong with that? On average, we don't do that good. We do maybe 30%, uh, 35%. And we have a few losses. I understand that. But those are the stops. But, you know, at 60%, listen, don't be so greedy. What do they, what do they say? Bulls and bears will win. Will survive the pigs will get slaughtered don't right. be a pig yeah. right just you know have some common sense look at the charts make a decision well when you get too greedy that's when it turns around you lose everything <laughs> look at the long-term capital these guys will walk on water they were getting these loans and for and investors were helping they said you know what we can get loans ourselves let's buy the investors out so they went all in they they bought out the investors and then they crashed yeah why? Because they when, when first bad news came, they're too much in. It was all they were in too much. They got nervous, and they this when the when the here's what I know during the day. If the blood rushes to my head, I'm in a bad trade. That's a good. You, okay, you, that's the key. Yeah, yeah. that's really. You gotta be cool. You're, think of it this way: you're a surgeon. You're doing surgery. You gotta be calm and collected. Okay, and well, by the way. You're doing surgery on your own account, your personal account. Okay, so you're gonna be common claim. The moment you get emotional, you're gonna lose that account. I'm telling you, it's just a matter of time because the cascade. It has happened to me. I blew up three accounts before I started making any money. Wow. And the ex-wife, that the ex-wife, that's why she's ex-wife. She went because I would take money out of our savings, our long-term savings, and put it in futures. I mean, oh gone. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah, wow. it, it took me three years to start making money in futures. Typically, they say six months. The data from CME shows it's six months. If you kept past six months in futures, you probably had a chance. I went beyond that, but I'm persistent, son of a gun. <laughs> so I'm going to give it one more try. Look what I've built now. Yeah, well, it's a good thing your persistence, uh, you were persistent because it helped you and helped other people too. So that's, that's really good. It, it doesn't matter how you get hit well, and you fall. What matters is how you get up. Yeah. Yeah. I heard somebody said some. I don't know who quoted this, but they said, uh, you know, it's 
when it doesn't matter how far you fall as long as you when you bounce you get back up well true true uh i've made a purpose with my life that to deal with severities you know um because i had to bring my family other way around in a rush and all that stuff i built and i was the oldest so i had to take care of my kids i used to work at north go home and teach the kids and make sure they're doing their homework make sure they were fed until my mom and dad arrived you know you learn, you have to deal with every day as it is. Don't complain. There's a lesson in all of it. And stay focused. If you stay on focus, your priorities, it'll, it'll all gel out. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. So, and the other thing is that my mom said something. She was a decorated math teacher. Bless her soul. She said, Barry, remember, you can't take your brain with you either. Which means that all this material stuff is here. It's going to stay here including your our brain. So if you can pass on the knowledge to another person, then you're living through their brain. Yeah. Long after you've gone. Yeah. So that's why I wrote the book. I wrote the book, Master Trader. I said that one couple will go to Library of Congress. As long as we don't burn books, like in Berlin in the 1930s. Let's hope we don't go there. <laughs> exactly. That's what this constitution, this experience is. That's why I'm very, very, very highly constitutional person. Anybody, the first one the constitution, I go nuts. But if you look at that experiment, if that book is in there, I can learn, I can teach somebody something. And on and so forth and so forth. So and, and, I, I think we should give back. Yeah. And that's why we are giving back. And the by knowledge. the way, I'm going to link to your book, The Master Trader, in the description as well. So you guys can get a copy of his book. I'm just going to put a link out, to it. It's sold out. Oh, you can't get it. No. Are you kidding me? It was sold out in three months. It was the biggest stumble of Wiley. John Wiley and Sons. <laughs> Oldest publisher in the country, NYSC, been there 200 years. I might they be able said, to find a used copy somewhere. Yes, there are some used copies on Amazon. Okay. The are gone. Yeah. Actually, uh, the other day, somebody found one with my signature. Some guy sold it to one of these guys as used, but I already signed it. There are some signed copies too. So I wish they would do more. Here's what it is. They want me to do another one. Why they came back and said, let's do another one. Second edition. Oh, we want you to talk about Twitter. I said, no. I'm not going to talk to you. Why you said so you need to tell us how did you get to 150,000 followers? I said nothing simple. Give them trades. <laughs> you feed people. You put food on people's table. You're going to come back. Yeah, go figure, huh? Yeah, tell it's you like your kids. Say, you know, you feed them, they just keep coming sister. back. It's that simple. You want me to write a chapter on that? Are you nuts? <laughs> it took me six months to do that other book. I don't have that kind of time. I'm busy trading. You can't pay me enough. And I walked. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, well, I really appreciate you taking the time to, to do this. Thank you. My pleasure, sir. It's been a great honor, and I've really enjoyed it, and I've learned a lot, and the listeners are going to enjoy it as well. Thank you, sir. You so so thank, thank you, you and uh, that's it for today's episode, and we'll see you guys next time on the How to Trade It podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another insightful episode of How to Trade It with Casey Stubbs. We hope you found today's discussion valuable and inspiring. Remember, the road to trading mastery is a continuous one, and your commitment to learning and growing as a trader is the key to your success. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please reach out to us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Keep listening, keep learning, and keep trading your way to victory. Until next time.